Welcome back to another StarCast. My name is Rod Van Blake, author of the Ancient Illumination sci-fi series, as well as the Umbani Chronicles fantasy series. And I'm joined once again by Jocelyn Short. Yep. She is the creator of Bearers, and she is a concept artist and illustrator. Uh, there will be links to her website in the description of this podcast when we post the audio. Also joined by Jordan Pennell Jackson. Hey, everybody. He's the creator of Eve of Insurrection, Eve of Reclamation. He just released Born in the Garden. He is also the illustrator of the Ancient Illumination graphic novels, as well as the Umbani Chronicles comics. Uh, we're working on issue two, wrapping up here pretty soon. And we are back talking more Loki. Uh, this one, we're finally all caught up now, because I don't think uh, episode five doesn't come out until Thursday. Um, so we're talking about episode four, part of the TVA, so if you have not watched up until um, that point, spoiler alert uh, for you. Uh, so yeah, we open up with Miss Minutes and Renslayer stuck in at the end of time, as it's still crumbling down around itself, it seems, and Miss Minutes shows he who remains betrayal of Renslayer, and really of everybody in the TVA, since he decided to wipe not only her memory, but everybody. So he, you know, execute order 42. <laughs> Good order 66. Yeah, protocol 42. Uh, and Miss Miss even asked him, she's like, are you sure? Uh, and he's like, yeah. And he's like, wipe their memory. And so she goes from being the general that led the army in the multiversal war. And now she's basically relegated to the top administrator. Um, and so, yeah, she shows her that. Renslayer's obviously upset. Miss Minutes knew she was going to be upset. And then she says something peculiar. We don't need him. Perhaps we never did. How did y'all feel about that? Was all right. Um, so, we know how, like, we have all these, like, variants. Yeah. I feel like, couldn't she have just shown uh, Ravona a, another version of herself? And that that he who remains may have just taken advantage of. Possibly. So it's not really her. So yeah. it just it, it just feels like it's all a plan for Miss Minutes to really like strike back and get revenge against the he who remains because she got rejected. Um so yeah, I, that's that I feel like she's just trying to turn everybody against him or his plan. She's it's getting selfish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You knew she was about her. It's about her now. What do you think, Jocelyn? I think it's very interesting, especially considering what happens at the end of this episode. Yeah. Um, You know, I think that's very valid. Like, it could very well be maybe another Miss Minutes, another timeline orchestrating kind of all of this, maybe. Mm. Oh, we won't take it there. Mm hmm. Mm. I, I, I could agree with that, but I think she's integral to the system. She's part of the actual system, which is why we see later what um, OB does at the end. We'll get into that in a minute, but we see how his strategy kind of works. She's integrally tied to the system itself. So, if, I mean, with that said, though, it could also be another a possibility where 
since she is integral to the system, you know, she could have made herself, you know, in this timeline to function and be operative and central to the TVA there. Yeah. You know, while also there's another version of her existing somewhere else. She could have a backup copy. She's that's a, yeah, that's, I believe that's a possibility, a possibility. but I, I'm thinking she is one of the constants like OB is. I right. Think there is just one of her within that's kind of she's like knee deep into everything. Gotcha. Uh, we flash forward and we see Victor Timely entering the TVA. Why is my boy holding the hand so threateningly? <laughs> like he had like a grenade or something. But when you look, I look at it again today, and he's literally holding the handbook like this. And I'm thinking, <laughs> but he's holding it like he's got something he's going to press, you know, an, an ignition <gasps> button on and blow something up. <gasps> <laughs> that was just kind of weird. Um, and of course, Mobius and, and Loki appeal to him. And so I look, I know what Miss Minutes and Renslayer has been saying about us, but we're really the good guys and that. And he's like, I want answers. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> did you uh did you see did you uh pay attention to like the stained glass window that he was the stained glass triptychs the mural windows yes, yeah that he was uh standing in front of and yeah. I paid attention I would the one that caught my attention was all the different kangs fighting the on the left yeah. one. I was like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting, yeah, but I was like, why is my boy turning around like he's gonna blow something up? Like he has power, you can't do anything. You yeah. gonna kill yourself and take yourself out the game? Yeah. And Timely seems to be really preoccupied with a bunch of stuff. Um, this new world. Um, yeah. The, 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 yeah. He's like, if I could just go down the hall, and check out. like, no, don't, what is you this? have something to do right now. You can check out everything once we get this stuff fixed. Um, and then you see, I forget what the other general's name is in the TVA. And I now feel, okay, it's the lady in the wheelchair. And my apologies, I didn't recognize what was going on with her when we first seen her. Uh, and I think the first or second episode, I was like, what's, what's up with her? But now I finally see the whole picture. It was just the way it was lighted made it seem really strange. But now I see the actual person that's uh, there. You talking now, about other general? And she kind of appeals to B-15, like... She thinks General Doxman can be redeemed and they can be brought back into the fold. And you can see that B-15 is kind of hesitant, basically because she was about to go ham on her. Dox was going ham on every timeline. Like, we're just going to blow all this up. Purging it all. Yeah. It's, Pruning it all. Pruning yeah. it all. That's what we do. So, uh, yeah, we, then we see uh, OB and uh, Victor Timely fanboying. That was awesome. That was... I love that. What's funny, but bring, it does... Uh, Loki brings up the fact, like this is a chicken or egg mm -hmm. scenario. Like, which how can both of y'all's work be based on each other when obviously one existed, had to have existed before the other, uh, and it's kind of playing on this infinity thing. Yeah, um, they brought it up. Yeah, or boys, yeah, yeah. I'm like, how Obi? Uh, <laughs> is it fun? Obi then gives us this mock up, like in Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> with I mean, Doc it's like Brown it's not done. It's and the not clock done. tower, but he's got these little mini models of the guy, and then they're arguing over who's who. Uh, Sylvie is proud that she just threw a monkey wrench and everything, and really is the cause of all this. Like she's really proud of her contribution. I find that so odd because Ob is like someone. <laughs> Killed he who remains looks her dead in the face and she has no shame at all. Yeah, she's just goofy smiling, head tilts. 
Um, does it matter? Do you think it really truly mattered who gets to go out and try and harness the loom? Um, and I think it's a little too convenient that VT, uh, Victor Timeless, I have in my notes, has the solution to the problem that OB's been running into with the loom. It's like, all of this is too convenient. I'm getting to think that this stuff is kind of preordained. Like, just like he who remains said, all this is set in motion by his action. He makes it seem like Sylvia and Loki have a choice, but I think this is all going according to plan. And this is really reaffirming that concept of a cycle. I think this has happened multiple times. I think the, the TVA is set up to simply be destroyed and come back again and the process starts again, which would make sense as to why the murals have been done over and over and over again within the TVA, but they seem to be building on the same structure. You see Loki prune the wall in the, like, the war room, and then it reveals the faces of the multiple Kangs sitting there in the mural. Like they're just, building on top of what's already there this has happened many many times i think um what do y'all think about sylvie going off because homie wanted pie well i mean <laughs> that was so weird to me um what do you mean how was that weird it was like because she had because... nothing to contribute like you're the reason why we're here okay you can't fix the loom yourself so yeah let's give them some space and let the people that are going to work on the loom work on the loom. Now, if she wanted to have a little powwow and plan what they do in case it don't work, that's one thing. But bitching Mobius out because my boy wanted some pie in that moment, which I do think there's a psychosomatic reason that keeps drawing him down to this damn pie. To that moment. pie? That green all pie. of it. The pie. It's weird, the, but <laughs> something's off. I think all of that is some weird mess that I think might be part of their regimen and partial memory loss. And they don't even know. Uh, that, that would be cool if they were okay. That'd be interesting. But I mean, I think I I, I believe that Sylvie Sylvie's worries, uh, frustration, anxiety that the world falling apart. That's yeah. a valid thing for her to be upset about. Agreed. Being that being that she <laughs> yes she caused it. I guess her her killing the human remains causes it. I um, understand. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I, I also understand her her upset because like initially you know she she did what she did and she was standing on business with her killing he she man. took accountability for yeah, it too she did. and then exactly and then you know she was happy to just go to be at McDonald's and chill and be like well whatever <laughs> trying and to be the manager right you know and then they grabbed her back into the fold and convinced her to care and so now she's like to see Mobius uh, uh, be like. Yeah, let's get, go get some pie. She's like, what? Are you, what? Like, why? We do don't you, know if this is gonna work out. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's getting worse. It's like you know, she's confused because she's like, okay, you've, I'm, I'm bought back in. I'm in. You know, you got me now. So like, why does this seem? Why are you cavalier now? You know, and yeah, it, it was weird because I was just like, well, you just saw them lay out the plan. Like, what else? You know, what else we gonna do? Like. <laughs> You know, I think it's just part. I think it's his, his personality. Type. I feel like it's just how Mobius in general just responds to things. I feel like there is never this heightened level of like. Well, there was moments where he's like, "Hey, we got to stop this," but still, I don't know. He feels like the guy who's like, 
I'm just doing it like I'm doing my job the best that I know how. He's yeah, program. And he's, he's, he's program. yes, he feels very much like a like a simulation. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who's stuck in the matrix, yeah. and she even kind of brings that to his attention that he has, um, that that like he hasn't bothered to look at you know the other timelines and him being a variant and not, but, but facing that truth. Yeah. But she does seem to be the most cavalier of them all, getting mad at him for wanting pie when she was perfectly happy slinging some McDonald's apple pies for the rest of existence and just putting her head in the sand pretty much. So I I understand that she'd be worried about the situation. I don't understand her focusing on Mobius and Loki when they really have no real contribution to what's going on with the loom. I Uh, think that's what she was upset about. Yeah was just like, okay, I understand they have a plan. What's y'all's plan? Yeah. Y'all talking about some pie. Y'all the ones who brought me here. So, you know, I don't think it's entirely justified, but I can understand it. Yeah. Then we see uh, X5, a.k.a. Brad. My boy is trying to rally the troops. And really, so selfish because we all know he just wants to get back to his life. So he's like, we have no weapons. He's trying to rally folks. And ain't nobody trying to listen to him at all docs is like can you please shut up you know (laughs) uh, and so he's getting nowhere trying to convince them and then b15 walks in and actually makes her appeal and then leaves them ironically just and then she brushes off uh, d90 and he's like you know, what happens if they say no? And she's like, why don't you just go go check on Timely? Which ends up being the the, the end for him, checking on Mr. Timely. Uh, and of course... Let's, let's, let's not talk about what happened to that guy. Let's keep moving with the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after... The yeah, rebellion, she leaves, she leaves and then somehow Renslayer pops right back in, which is, this is becoming an annoyance. Uh-oh. With Renslayer. What? Her ability to just come in and out and then just freely travel? Now the fact that nobody just takes her off the board, like yeah. <laughs> somebody knew, kill her, somebody she, kill her. Sylvie knew what kicking her to the end of time wasn't really a, a final solution because her and Loki came back from there, like they escaped. Even though they, Mar- the means by which they escaped, likely Renslayer may or may not be able to execute because I think she's the one that helped. He who remains tame, Eliath, and that's why they had that was like their secret weapon. So perhaps she has an end that Sylvie and Loki didn't um, to get around that that escaping. But with Miss Minutes, obviously, gave her the latitude to just keep moving back and forth. I'm like, you just keep letting her come back for whatever reason, and they they do it again in this episode because we know it's not the end of her. Um, yeah, I can definitely understand that frustration because, like, it's not like her motives have changed yeah. you know, at any point. Like, she's still been about the same home stuff since season one. Yeah. So, yeah. So they get left alone again, and Renslayer pops up with Miss Minutes, and they're like, yo, I can, you know, anybody who gets on my side and helps me get control of the TVA back get their life back on the sacred timeline which we know is music to Brad's ears that's what all he wanted he, yeah, he was sold minutes later he was like minutes I'm in there <laughs> and obviously Docs and her crew stand fast and 
they end up getting liquefied. I don't know if they're going to be like what's served up with the pie and hot cocoa in the system, and that's just how they're keeping this brainwashing. <laughs> I was so that scene was was good because it actually felt a little traumatic and dark, and to see Miss Menace in the background smiling was kind of funny. But I was like, ah, I don't want y'all to just show up, but you're Disney, you're not going to. You said you would show up? I would have shown the the, 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 the squashing of them, but Disney yeah, I, is going to be Disney. I was really just, hope, yeah, no, I was really hoping that, like, when B-15? Yeah, or what? when your girl comes back and, and sees. Yeah, they should have shown it. They I should right there would have been perfect. Yeah, just even to see just like the room splattered with blood, that would have been enough. It, it would have been perfect. Yeah, I mean it would have been nice. Yeah, that would. You been know they're all sitting on a huge grate, right? In the middle of the room. No, no. Oh, they're, I was. I, I did ask. Oh, I was thinking about that. Were they sitting on grate? They were sitting on top of grate. Regardless. Yeah. They should have been. They could have just showed blood. Yeah. They could have just showed the remnants. That would have been fine. Yeah. I would. I mean, it would have been Disney. It could have been Disney safe because you're not showing the guts and gore. Yeah. I'm thinking that's what it was. Is that they they but. wanted to illustrate what was happening without giving you the gory details, so you get to see it through Brad's facial reaction. And B fifteen. Yeah, which, her, which, her reaction. I don't know. Her reaction was a little bit more. I don't know. Uh, Brad was just. He just seemed like he was like, I just like he was scared, but he's ultimately he's choosing survival, and he's guilty. He feels guilty, but yeah. seeing B 15s reaction was like more cementing of like her the terror. It added to the terror for me. Of yeah. it should have been better. Yeah, B 15s reaction. I was like, I kept thinking. Like while I was watching his reaction, I was like, "There's no way you're gonna be like, okay, with." You should be shaking up right now. Yeah, like there's no way you're gonna be able to be okay going back to whatever life you had, and like after you just saw, like you not how you gonna do that? Like he don't care. I, I mean, that, that, his his end goal was to get back to that life, and he's like, "Well, yo, whatever I need to do to to get back to that, I'll do it." Like who knows how many thousands, if not millions, of people he's pruned into the end of time anyway so it, you know i'm surprised he watched it though like i'm yeah. surprised he didn't turn around like you know so to like not watch them be squished essentially yeah. yeah so after that we get the scene with loki and sylvie and loki finally kind of sets sylvie straight and in a weird way tries to illustrate how he's seen her maturing process by comparing it to Thor's maturing process after getting kicked out of Asgard coming back and how he mocked him for like going soft when Sylvie now is thinking because she couldn't kill Vicar Timely, she's going soft. And Loki tries to tell her basically, that's a sign of your maturity. Um, and I don't understand, why is her, why is burn everything to the ground her go-to? Like that's her go-to finishing move. Like let's just burn it all. Like you don't realize the things that you're trying to preserve goes into that same fire if you burn it to the ground. So your little wife, she, she never had yeah. no peace, and now she brought yeah. back into the fold I mean, with no just, peace. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but she don't have a plan of rebuilding. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't have the, she doesn't have the power to actually rebuild the world. In survival mode, like her essentially like whole existence. <laughs> Yeah, but you still have to have a plan to come back from that burning. And like Jordan said, she doesn't have that. She just like, she just wants to flip the table. And 
which is like I said, very trickster godlike. Once you flip the table and there's no recourse after you flip the table, then I think you need to look for another solution. She's like, let's just burn the ground. Even before when the, before she fully came back into the fold, she was like, great. Oh, it's about to go down. Let it burn. Not realizing that like, if you just let it burn, your new life that you found on this branch timeline is gone too. It's not like. Her timeline is safe, and then she doesn't care about anything but that. And if that was the case, then that would make a little more sense. If she knew that she was in a bubble that wouldn't be touched by the burning everything to the ground. You um, know what? Through us unpacking this, her character doesn't seem very solid. Yeah. <laughs> and but she does. She is apprehensive about. This is one of my favorite lines. She's apprehensive about if we do that and we set things straight, we're acting like gods, and then Loki's like, "Yes, we, we are gods." Though, like, what do you mean? I thought in my head, I was like, "Well, well, <laughs> y'all." <laughs> you know and, we and, are, and he right? walked, and he said, and walked off. Like I said, what I said, and bounced yeah. out the room, and yeah. I'm like, "Okay," which is so, interesting because it's kind of like, well, I have an incomplete thought. <laughs> but let's go with it. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, maybe it's like a like him saying that, like affirming, like, yeah, we are gods. You know, he's been acting in the movies and stuff as like the god of mischief and doing all this stuff pretty aimlessly. And now it, it seems like with that line, like, is he trying to affirm to himself or to both of them what kind of gods they might want to be? You know, like more intentional. Yeah. I'm open to that. I'm open to that. That would be really nice. Full circle moment. Yeah. And maybe not even like, you know, a different God entirely. Because I, I, or what I hope for is that they don't take him away from being Loki, the God of mischief. Mm -hmm. I want it to be a a Loki God of mischief that he defines, which is, that's what I'm hoping is the the aim of his arc. Yeah. Yeah. He's still hanging in the balance of what he's actually going to be, hero or villain. He's just trying to be hero for now. And that seems to be his shtick. Like, I want him to be an anti-hero. Yeah, me too. I was just, you gotta become something. You, yeah. you, you get mad when people be like, you, you, you're a villain. Well, I didn't do I, those I things. Don't, I don't want him to be a hero. I just want... Yeah, please don't. I'm tired yeah. of this. I, I want him to be an anti-hero at best. <laughs> so... Okay, so they move on and they add Victor Timely's contraption uh, to the whatever they're going to stick into the loom and fix. What's it called? The something, the throughput multiplier thing? Yeah, the throughput multiplier. <laughs> that, was, that was the device that you're trying to fix. And suddenly, when Mobius walks in with a cup of hot chocolate, my boy gets preoccupied with the damn hot chocolate. You, you have it's a the, machine oh God. that makes hot chocolate. Cocoa. <laughs> did, did, did you say hot cocoa? I'm like, come on, man. Cocoa? I was like, like the cocoa bean? Like, and it's odd. He gets this preoccupation just as OB notices that the temp pads aren't working. B15 finds out that they've been locked out of the system by Miss Minutes. And now he chooses that moment to get up and need to take a trip down to the hot cocoa machine. Poor D90. Also, you know, he was sent to go watch over Victor Timely and gets pruned for his uh <laughs> for his for his job. He Yo, gets to... it was messed up how he was so happy. Why did he seem so happy like he never had the hot chocolate before? He might if... not, yeah, he, he may not be that deep in the matrix, so he never went down. He probably hasn't had He's the like, pie. He hasn't had the hot chocolate. Bam! 
prone. I was like, God, yeah. my man, man was enjoying that hot chocolate. At least he died happy. He had yeah. a wholesome moment. I was like, oh man. Yeah, he gets pruned, and Brad grabs Victor timely, and then he's immediately taken to Renslayer and Miss Minutes, and he kind of smartens up briefly when you see him change his demeanor. Uh, but first, he's acting all scary. I wanted so much for this just to be an act, and we were about to be on the the, the precipice of a true heel turn, where he reveals it like he knew all the time, and he is he who remains. But that didn't happen. Wow. We get to the full circle moment where we see Loki come upon himself from the first two episodes to the beginning, and we see that it is actually him that prunes himself, that pulls that him cool. out of the timeline. I'm happy about that. Um, so yeah, I was I was man, I was disappointed that that we didn't get that heel turn with with Victor Timely. Um, I don't I don't know I I know we'll get to it, but I yeah. this yeah well I, I'm still thinking all this is meant to happen as it's happening. Yeah, I I, I believe it. I, can't I, just, shake I that. just know one of the the one of the Kang variants is is, is responsible for this if anything. Yeah. We'll see where this goes. Yeah, we get to see Sylvie Hotwire in the elevator because Miss Menace has locked everybody out just in time to see Loki prune himself. And he basically tells her, Don't worry, I'll be able to explain this. It'll make sense. <laughs> then they <laughs> then they finally uh, get the weird phone call because remember, the phone was ringing as he gets pruned. They answered that was a very him. Matrix vibe, by the way. It was, it was very Matrix. <laughs> it was. So yeah, Ob and he calls him like, "What's taking y'all so long?" And they finally shut off whatever it is that's stopping them from using their magic. And both Loki and Sylvie at the same time like, "Shut it off!" Like, because it, <laughs> reboot it, the system. Yeah. So then they're able to chase them around. Uh, she ends up enchanting Brad, who prunes Renslayer again. <laughs> As Ob is rebooting the system to temporarily get Miss Minutes out of the way. And before she goes, she has something to tell Victor Timely, you'll never be him. Now this could be taken a multitude of ways. Like you'll, you're not really he who remains, you're nothing like him. Or I could take that colloquially as like the young kids say, I'm him. Like I'm that, I'm that one that they're all him. talking about. I'm him. Yeah, I'm him. Or, or, or I'm, I'm her, if you know, uh, or I'm them. You're the man, you're it, you're the thing. And she's like, you'll never be him before she glitches out. Uh, and then they, they, but they rescue before they get that to that point, they rescue Victor Timely. And I laughed when they jump out the hallway. And he's like, which way, wizard? <laughs> <laughs> they head down to the loom room after he's asking, which way, wizard? Victor Timely demands to be the one to take this thing out and fix the loom. When you gotta be fast. He said you yeah, gotta be fast. Not only that, but OB said it doesn't matter who it is. Why would we matter. take the one person who has the... I have a problem with this too. The temporal aura so that matches with he who remains what I think that should be individual to a specific variant and their specific timeline. Are all any Kang variant has the same temporal aura and could just unlock the system because their DNA matches? That's 
mean, they should have just, just said DNA, period. Yeah, it's yeah. It's the problem for you right there. Yeah, I'm thinking because the temporal is what I'm thinking. From your time, from your specific timeline, should have the ore to unlock this, and he supposedly works. And my boy runs out there and Push. gets to get it fired. Like... That was the greatest thing. I laughed so hard because I knew that was going to happen. There was too much excitement. They were like setting it up with the music like he was about to do something real heroic. And when they set the camera up outside the, um, when as soon as the blast doors opened up and he started running, like he Boy, was really going to do two, something. Did he make two steps? <laughs> did he get two steps before he just started? That was the greatest thing ever. I he, he just so became long. a ribbon in the sky before he got two steps. <laughs> out the doorway <laughs> I was like I knew that was gonna work cause I'm like first of all you're just you're like just a human like yeah. I, I, I like it would have been nice if they had some more superpower do it that that, that would have given me more confidence had one of the low keys done it Yeah, but I knew that wasn't gonna go well so I laughed very hard you know and that's now that I think about it that's extra confusing and upsetting because like like I said, and I'm bringing it back to what we found out, like with the last episode of season one, where Loki finds out he's got all his power. And I'm like, okay, can y'all use that here to, I don't know, push back some of that radiation or whatever? Yeah, how about magic they, they Loki, literally could have used magic. Magic Loki like, cocoon over Victor Timely as he handles his business. The loom blows up in the TVA. You see the light coming towards them, fade to black. And this is this is another reason why I'm thinking. Obviously, we have two more episodes left, and I'm like, this is a cycle. This is going to reboot. We've already seen some of the screenshots from other episodes we have not seen, and we get to see. Um, have you watched the trailer? There's a mid-season trailer. Um, go watch that, but it shows basically Mobius again, and I think uh, Loki talking to him. And he has no record. I think we're seeing, we're, we're going to see Mobius on his sacred timeline as a jet ski dealer or some type of car salesman. Yeah. Because Loki tries to approach him and is like, quick, we, we've lost the TVA. And my boy is like, I think, no, I think you meant ATV. And we just got two of them back in stock. Like, he's trying to sell my boy some ATVs. He don't know nothing about no TVA. Um, and of course, I mean, we know we're seeing Renslayer, so I'm wondering if Renslayer's popping up with the Eliath and D90 because he just got pruned back to that in, in, into the end of time. So yeah, it's, it's a lot. I just think it's it's to me with more episodes left, it's like we're just starting fresh now. They hit the reset button. They've literally rebooted the system like a computer. Yeah, I'm interested in what timeline if there is gonna be you know what we'll see the next episode i did have a question just to rewind just a little bit um where renslayer got pruned that was by what b15 or x whatever x5 brad x5, yeah brad you said his eyes had glowed green because yeah. sylvie sylvie enchanted him remember yeah. when uh oh, okay yeah. oh, all right he okay. walks he walks down the hallway and it's dark and you hear um Loki say, how about it, X5? You want to go a second round or something like that or time for a rematch? And when he raises his stick, Sylvie comes from behind and grabs his head and you see the green power from her hands, his eyes glow, and then he just all of a sudden pops back in the room. Yeah, acting all weird. He's yeah, he just he sticks his head in kind of sideways. <laughs> <laughs> I think I looked away at that part where Sylvie did 
Oh, the hand. Yeah. <laughs> so, Slayer doesn't quite know. She's like, X5? What's you doing? And, you know, he's oh, come here. And as he distracts her, the the Loki's and Loki and Sylvie grab Victor Timely. And when she turns around to try and stop them, uh, Brad prunes her. And then when they leave, you see the glow leave his eyes. Um, and then he's just kind of standing there looking dumb. But I'm wondering, does he recall what he did while under enchantment, or does his memory just go blank from that? He just kind of walks off uh, bewildered. Yeah, I would say I'm I'm extra interested in um like the next episode just because like with how this ended like because it, it blew up essentially everything yeah big bang fashion like yeah. I mean because that would imply like you know the Loki timelines but like really wouldn't it like imply like all the Marvel timelines like everything is because that's like time that's like I'm thinking. Or was it that timeline? Be, yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be everything but the sacred timeline. Was that not the, the sacred timeline? Well, no, every, everything. But TVA, remember, it supposedly exists outside of all the timeline. That's why time works differently there. So I think the only thing that's going to be preserved, they just blew up everything, and then it's just only that sacred timeline. And in the sacred timeline, Mobius hasn't been plucked yet. He's still... Used car salesman or ATV and, and jet ski salesman or whatever he's that he doesn't want to go to and doesn't want to see, but that I think is where he basically just relegates back to that timeline, and then everything is pretty much wiped. But for those that still retain their memory, will have the memory, but obviously all the TV agents may not. And now Loki has to go about plucking them back out of the sacred timelines they originally were supposed to be in to reform the TVA. Maybe I don't I don't know. Or there may be no TV. No, I don't. I think it's just an empty shell there, probably. Yeah. And he's got the, you know, his. Maybe it's him, like like Loki, Sylvie, and Ob. Like, because I think Casey, Mobius, all the other agents were plucked from their timeline. So maybe maybe they've been all sent back to the sacred timeline where they existed and nothing else exists. Like, so now this, they're to start over it. again and start rebranching. That's why I'm thinking this is a huge cycle. This is a big merry-go-round that they're just forever to be on. I hope so. That would make this enjoy, more enjoyable, be a nice yeah. uh, resolution. I want to see Loki do more cool stuff. <laughs> I just want green magic hands. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which like, way, wizard? You're like, you're not a wizard. You don't do nothing. Like you this just whole... hold Sylvie's hands and leave, release shockwaves of green energy. That's not enough magic for Johnson. Well, no I mean, I, I appreciate this whole storyline. I appreciate this entire plot line. I really do. But it's to me, it's starting to feel a little bit like Loki's a side character in the bigger plot of like the TVA and who he reigns. So, or uh, he's meant to take over the this if this might be what he who remains actually wants. Because remember, wait for the TVA to be destroyed entirely. Yeah, but he yeah. also remember he was like, you can kill me, and either wait for them to come, or you can take my place and start running the show yourselves. And they remember they weren't interested in that. They didn't listen to that part of it. So maybe this was another way. Like either way. I'm gonna make you run the show anyway, <laughs> whether you want to or not. You can, you can kill me, 
have the threat of the the, the the multiversal war starting up again with all these multiple Kangs coming, or you can simply let me bow out, do whatever the heck I want, and you take over and run the timeline yourselves in my stead. And so since, like, and not knowing, like, either choice they made, it was going to end up with them rebooting the system and running the timelines themselves. And knowing that Sylvie was going to be reluctant and basically wanting to get out of Dodge and somehow knowing that Loki was going to be, like, taken over because he felt like he had no choice. You know, and it's, it's extra interesting if you, like, now that you bring that up, because it's like, if the Lokis are meant to, or if he set it up for the Lokis to be made to take over the whole thing, um, and, like, say the show does have Loki's kind of story arc um, resolve to kind of still keep to the idea of Loki being the god of mischief and chaos, that inevitably the Lokis are meant to ensue in, you know, chaos no matter what, despite whatever efforts they may make to undo. See, then Sylvie makes more sense. Like, she can't help herself. Yeah. If if that's if I'm meant to be the god of a goddess of mischief and I'm supposed to sow discord and implement chaos, then this is all a part of just my being and my existence. I can't help that. You know, y'all started with me first because she was a little girl, not you know, knowing anything. They tried to kill her and, and arrest her the whole time. And she didn't she just start going to every like nexus event and blowing stuff up making these disasters even worse than they were in season one that's why they were tracking her by these kind of weird natural disasters that were these nexus points in time everywhere so that's like she might be like well this is my thing uh uh, (laughs) let me know when you're ready to blow shit up because that's what i do yeah she needs to lean more see but she would she needs to lean more into that i don't know her, I don't think I don't know. Her character kind of flip flops and changes and shifts. So I mean, like, but that I that could also be the point, you know. I guess, and I but that's what I'm saying. Like maybe you know that could be the point of her, and she doesn't know it that she's by you know that she is falling to prey to her own proclivity to chaos, and then maybe inevitably this whole arc for the show mm-hmm. is that it's all meant to go to chaos despite whatever Loki wants. Okay, well, I hope she comes to turn, Sylvie comes to turn with that. Yeah, and it's awkward that. too because we've only got two more episodes left. And so now I'm like, are they gonna just dovetail this into whatever the next thing is? And that's really what it's a jump off point. So we may not get a full resolution. I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because we got a lot of ground no. to cover in two episodes. No. Because I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of these shows where they, it's just meant to springboard into a movie because they don't feel like real resolutions. They don't they're feel not. Like they're not. at all. And I'm just, it's exhausting. It's My okay. Heart is tired. It's okay, Joshua. They're not that great. It's okay. No, they're not. And I'm sad about it. It's it's okay. stressful to watch not great stuff all the time. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. There's other TV shows we could talk. We're gonna talk about that have amazing conclusions and resolutions. We're gonna get there. So we'll, well, yeah, we got two more episodes. We'll see what happens next. Uh, 
Nothing's yeah. Nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> You're not gonna waste our time. They're gonna waste our time on episode what is it, six. We'll get the seven. And then they gotta wrap it up, but it's not gonna be a real wrap up. This is gonna be a springboard to another series. I'm like, oh. be like, uh oh, time time is messed up. Yeah. Again. Again. Whoa. <laughs> it was <laughs> Whoa. It was Hank Pym all along. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. It, it should be interesting and see if they actually wrap this up nice and tidy. But it's it's just a lot. And unless the episodes are gonna the last two are gonna be super long. I think this one was like forty something minutes before you get to the credits. It was like forty four before you get like, altogether I think it was fifty one minutes with the credits. But yeah. Yeah. So unless they're gonna elongate these last two episodes, which sometimes they have done to get more in there. They've got a lot of stuff to go through to see this reset. I'm stressed out. That's basically what it is, a reset we know. But then how they're going to have that be encapsulated in the sixth episode and wrap everything up. Cool. Or they might be teasing after Loki season three. <laughs> after you destroy the timeline, like what can you do after that? Yeah, I mean, like, where do you go from there? They should just wrap this up on season two and not try to milk this. Just, just... We're done with timelines. Yeah, maybe I would even appreciate if like if if the way this ended okay uh-huh. the way that this episode just ended is the end of everything i would even appreciate because creation is born of chaos that maybe loki is the beginning of everything and he just <laughs> by will of sheer himself existence his magic his no magic him and sylvie's magical powers all over again i think it would have been hilarious if this was actually the last episode that would be so great. I they just left it. Like, you have to draw your own conclusion. Wow, what happens next? We, Disney, we really I didn't know, know you could do it. That's I didn't it. know Disney could ever do that. <laughs> I would love it if, like, the next episode just starts with him just, like, coming in hot like he always does, where he just, just <sighs> and he flips his hair back, and it just, you know, it, it, he's the beginning of everything again. Because <laughs> he's the arbiter of chaos, and creation is sown through chaos. I guess we'll find out. We'll get it started on Thursday, and uh, we'll be back uh, Monday to discuss uh, what happened Thursday in episode five. Uh, appreciate you two taking the time out of your day to chop it up with me about this. I appreciate the two lurkers I see at a little eyeball icon on the top left that we've had a couple people watching. Uh, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us chop it up about these things. I will get this uh, uploaded and upload the audio to Spotify uh, for podcasters and you'll be able to listen to it there. Uh, don't forget to go to raps, uh, toughraps.com and enter the uh, Jack Ryder is our 10% off code for you health-minded nerds that like to go work out, uh, get your t-shirts, and, uh, things of that nature. But uh, We'll see you all next week. Appreciate it. Peace. See ya. We out here.